Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans we broadcast live from the Lakeland University Studios, leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Target Packer football here on Sparky's Midday Madness uh, as the Packers get the win 24-21 over the Arizona Cardinals last night. And I don't... I don't necessarily know what you all are thinking about this Packers football team right now. But I think it's hard to watch this Packers team right now doing what they're doing with all the injuries they have and not think Super Bowl. I mean, how, how do you how do you watch the Packers right now and not think about this team potentially being in the Super Bowl? You've been in the conference championship game two years in a row. You've won 13 games two years in a row. So you've been that close the whole time. This was a Super Bowl or bust year. You've seen all the moves that Goody has made as general manager, most of which have worked. It, it's hard to control, I think, maybe as a fan, how excited you probably get watching this game. I'm doing it. I don't know about you, but me, I am. And now you're getting yourself in a position of, okay, so Goody's been as active as... Any GM has ever been in Green Bay right now, especially during the season, more active than anybody I've ever seen. As far as in-season pickups, trying to, you know, patch up holes. NFL trade deadline. It's Tuesday. Tuesday. So I, I just want to know, with the Super Bowl in mind, that's the goal that we all have, right? To uh, obtain and bring home the Lombardi Trophy to Green Bay. With that being said, what do you think this Packer team still needs? What do you want to see this Packers team trade for coming up at the deadline on Tuesday? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. You can also tweet us uh, at 1250 AM. The fan Sparky's Midday Madness. Up first, we'll check in with our guy, Jeff, who's listening in lacrosse. Jeff, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Uh, you know, I, I hear you. The, the, the goal, grand goal, is the Super Bowl. For sure. But I still think those three plays last night, you got a big boy named C.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon. A.J. Sorry, A.J. Dillon. Go up the middle, just straight ahead. He's a big boy. His thighs are bigger than my waist. You know, get a, all that line in front of him, and like you said, olden days, like Perry, and just... Ram it in there. 
Who's the best, Jeff? Jeff, who's the best player on offense? The, the best player? The best player on the Packers' offense. Who is it? Oh, that's a tough decision. No, it's not. It's Aaron Rodgers. You know. Not a tough decision. So if Aaron Rodgers is the best player on the Packers' offense, the the argument on the other side of this is wouldn't you want him to have your fate in the red zone in his hands? I would say yes. But, you know, I think you have to, you know, if you call the plays and you say, okay, we're going to put your hands for the pass play for a couple times, and you know you don't, and you and you don't get anywhere. It's time to uh, unleash AJ Dillon up the middle. You know what I'm saying? Right, Jeff. What you got going on today, man? It's Friday. I love family coming over, having a good time, weekend off. There you but go. I do hear you. What the Packers need? What the Packers need? The Packers need to get either a D lineman, or they need to. Um, I hate to say it, add another quarter cornerback because I don't I don't have much faith in King ever being on the field because he's always injured. Right. And uh and Shandon Shan you know, Sullivan. Some, you play some you play sometimes good and sometimes you gotta you gotta wonder. Yeah, no, I got you, man. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening in lacrosse. Uh, as well. All right, what do you think the Packers need to add before Tuesday's trade deadline? Tweet us at 12.50 a.m. the fan or simply dial it up 414-799-1250 414-799-1250 Jeff says for him it's defensive line uh, or cornerback. I'll be honest, when this season started, I looked at this defense and said, man, defensive line they've got to add more defensive linemen. Now, Others were hot to trot on the middle linebacker position. I thought we'd be okay with Devondre Campbell. I didn't think he'd be this good. But I thought they were going to be good enough uh, to get by. And Devondre Campbell's played way better than I think anybody expected, probably including the Green Bay Packers, uh, when they brought him in in the offseason. So middle linebacker is definitely uh, not a concern at this point. Outside linebacker, uh, Zadarius Smith tweeting earlier today that he's back in Green Bay. Can't Can't wait to get back to play. Says he feels like a new man. That doesn't mean he's going to play anytime soon, uh, so we'll have to wait and see. But uh, eventually, now you think you're going to get Zadarius Smith back. So now you're going to have Zadarius, Preston, Merciless, and Rashawn Gary uh, rotating in at four outside linebacker positions, the deepest by far they've ever had. No no question. No question at all. So you don't need help there. Uh, Safeties, I don't think they have any interest in probably going out and getting another safety. It is what it is there. Uh, at this point with Amos Savage and then uh, Henry Black. So I think you're set there. Cornerback is the one position where Gary has pointed out on the Wendy's Big Show numerous times uh, that he thinks that's where they're going to go. And uh, maybe they go get themselves a cornerback in the trade market between now and Tuesday. Ted Thompson was the general manager. Trade deadline was pointless because you knew he wasn't going to do anything. But in this case for the Packers, there's a chance they may go add another player here, and that's why I want to know. You know what position do you want to add? I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know necessarily uh, if I'm at the the cornerback position um, as much as maybe I'm at a different position right now. I would not be opposed to adding a cornerback. I would not, you know, be like, oh my god, they wasted they wasted a draft pick on a corner. No, I don't. I don't think I'd be there. But I don't think that's the position necessarily that's first for me uh, as of right now. What about you? 414-799-1250. Chris in Brookfield, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What are you looking to add to the trade deadline on Tuesday if you're the Packers, Chris? My first pick, if I had the option, I'd get in right tackle. I'd move Turner back into right guard because Turner isn't really that good of a right tackle, in my opinion. He's been giving up a lot of stuff. His best position's at guard. I'd move him to guard. Because the guy they picked up in the offseason can't make the field and they don't want to play the rookies there. And then after that, if they got a chance, I agree with Gary. Get another corner. You can never have too many defensive backs in passing league. I like it. Uh, I'm okay with that, Chris. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Now, the offensive line has played pretty well, right? I mean, last night, I don't know what more you could have asked out of that offensive line last night. I thought they played pretty decent. The idea, though of getting 
uh, a really good right tackle to allow you to play with a veteran Billy Turner inside a guard? I don't know. I mean, you may think, some of you may be listening going, oh, my God, no, we're not doing that. We're fine. I don't know. I don't hate the idea. I don't hate the idea of getting a veteran right tackle and letting Billy Turner slide into guard because then all of a sudden, outside of Josh Myers, when he comes back, you have four or five veteran players on the line. I feel better myself in that situation. Right? So now it's Bakhtiari, it's Jenkins, it's Josh Myers at center, it's Billy Turner at right guard, and then whoever the veteran right tackle is. That should have been Dennis Kelly, who they got from the Titans. That's who that should be. Turner should be at guard. Dennis Kelly should be at right tackle. But Dennis Kelly has been hurt since they signed him and has not been able to do anything. That should have been how this, you know, probably should have played out. Maybe that's what the Packers were thinking. Kelly started, what, 13, 14 games for the Titans last year. Well, I like this guy with some rotational player. But again, can't keep him healthy, which it leads to problems uh, for, you know, what they want to do with the offensive line. Now, to their credit, Royce Newman, Runyon, Patrick have held their own when they've been in there and having to fill in for guys. But do you really want to rely on that in the playoffs? Or would you rather rely on the veteran offensive line where four of your five guys are vets and you only have a rookie, that being the center position in Josh Myers? What do you do if you're the Packers with the trade deadline coming up on Tuesday? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. John in Muskego, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, Sparky? I'd like to see Xavier Howard. Or I'd love corner. to see Joe Hayden. Joe yep. Hayden. Or I'd love to see Brandon Cooks as an ad or James Washington from Pittsburgh. So I'd like to see him get a, a cornerback first, a stud, even with Alexander out and possibly coming back, which he won't come back, and uh, then adding a reserve receiver in case any of this COVID stuff happens again. And it just adds more support to, uh, to the team overall. You know, Deshaun Jackson apparently is available at this point. Nah. Uh, you don't like Deshaun Jackson. Only reason why is he gets hurt awfully fast. He'd be a great returner, though. He does. What about, here's another receiver that's available. Well, we don't know if he's available, but the whole team appears to be available right now. Brandon Cooks with the Texans, who was livid they let Mark Ingram go. Yeah, that's that's one of the guys I just brought up. Cooks would love to see see him on the Packers just as a deep threat. Um, See, I don't know. I mean, is there that much of a, I mean, age obviously is the difference between him and Deshaun Jackson. Same type of players. Yeah, Deshaun Jackson would help in the return game a lot. Yes, especially without Kylan Hill. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a good point. I like it, John. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. I I missed you talking about Cooks. I was looking at some of the different players that were available possibly in trade. And, you know, when you talk about, you know, where Goody is going to go with this, remember, they're kind of limited cap space-wise. Plucker, can you look up and see if you can figure out how much more cap space they have left uh, under the cap as of right now, today, as they sit, how much wiggle room they have. And Deshaun Jackson's not going to cost you much at all. That's a really cheap deal at this point. Um, some of these other guys are going to cost you three, four million that are sitting on six and seven million dollar deals uh, for the rest of the year. So it'll be a little bit more uh, expensive. Third Coast Cowboy tweets at 1250 AM, the fan, and at Sparky Radio says Deshaun Jackson would be a nice fit and maybe a DT2. If they can figure out how to swing it financially, yeah, another defensive lineman, uh, again, makes sense. Nobody to this point so far. You lost Robert Tunyon. Maybe you're just tuning in, haven't heard it today. He's done. He's gone for the year. Torn ACL, he's all done. Uh, so now your tight end position is Mercedes Lewis, DeGuara, uh, and Daphne. Those are your tight ends that you're going to do battle with now the rest of the year. Maybe that's a position you would consider at the trade deadline so far, have not heard anybody call in with said suggestion. 414-799-1250. David in Chicago, listening on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, David? Hey, how you doing today, Sparky? Good. Uh, it's a victory uh, Friday, so I'm a happy guy. And uh, you just uh, just mentioned what I was talking about. Does it make any sense for us to look at another tight end? I love Big Dog, but he's 162 years old. Um, you know, still plays a great game. Uh, Duguay did nice 
last night. He he played a good game last night. He had a couple of really nice catches. Uh, I don't know how he is on blocking. Is is he a reliable blocker? Um, and I think that's what Daphne does more than anything else. You know, he's he's in there to to help out the line. So you know, who's available out there in the tight end market? Would it make some sense to do that? Well, and Evan Ingram with the Giants is being reportedly uh, shopped, possibly uh, right now in New York. He's got a six million dollar deal, so that would cost you about three million. Again, not a great blocker, but uh, when healthy, again, another guy that's been hurt all the time. Uh, can be pretty explosive uh, in the passing game for sure. Thanks for the call. And that's that. That's going to be the thing here too is, and I brought it up this with Gary and Leroy, and they both kind of just laughed at me, but I'm being serious. Like, do you consider bringing Rodgers into the room and being like, what, what do you think we need? Like, tell us. What or who do you think this team needs to kind of put us over the top? All right? I think we need a tight end. I replace Bobby. All right. Hey, we better get a t- better get another DB. You know, I, I love Kevin King, but he can't stay healthy. Uh, Jair Alexander is hurt. Probably should go get another cornerback to help. Whatever the case may be, I if I'm them, if you want to keep Rodgers past this year, I'm assuming they do. I know LaFleur does. I'm assuming they both do. Then I think you bring Rodgers in, sit him down. What do you want? What do you what do you think we should do? Not what not not what are you going to command us to do? That's not what I'm asking you. What do you think? You, we need at this point cornerback, wide receiver, tight end, whatever the case is. Tell us if you have any ideas of who may be available, who may want to be here. That would be helpful uh, as well. All right, Dan Plucker, what do you got for salary cap space? Yeah, they have just over five million dollars of salary cap space. That's five point four. I mean, that's that's. And again, now you have to get to the rest of the year, right? So every time you elevate something from a practice squad, then that money counts against your salary cap. So realistically. I don't really know exactly how much they probably are going to want to spend. My guess would be they could probably go up to like two million or so to leave them three million to play with the rest of the season. Um, so maybe an Evan Ingram is maybe a little too expensive for their blood. Don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I just what I don't understand is if you would have just extended Devontae, paid him, this would be done. Like you'd have even more money available. Mike the Painter, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness uh, here on a Green and Gold Friday. What's up? Yeah, I'm with you on the tight end, and, you know, Evan uh, Ingram would be a nice tight end, and I don't know who else would be on a losing team that would, you know, would be another tight end, but I really think they need to go after Brandon Cooks for sure. He's on, you know, Houston, and they're going nowhere, and, I'm sure they could get him on the pretty good cheap side, you know, for trading for him. Yeah, so. I think I think that is a guy that I would be entertained by uh, as well to see what he can add. Now, this is going to be the issue. Uh, I can hear Leroy in my head, even though he's not here, uh, talking about this very fact. And that is, is Brandon Cooks going to be okay behind Lazard and MVS and Devontae Adams and not being that guy? Or what? or are they actually going to start Brandon Cooks opposite Devontae Adams and bring him in and hop, skip, and jump over two guys they've been developing? I, I think they would because he is a veteran and he is that dynamic of a wide receiver. I think he would hop those two guys, at least MVS, and uh, Lazard's always going to have his role. Right. He's going to be the blocker. You know, that's always going to be out there for all those snaps. But, yeah, I, I think – Cooks would hop over MVS for sure. All right, Mike, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. You can dial it up as well. What do you think this Packers team should do uh, between now and the NFL trade deadline coming up on Tuesday? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250am. The fan. We'll hear what Dan Plucker thinks they should do coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Just really happy and kind of relieved at the same time. You know, there's a lot to clean up. This is an imperfect game. Uh, there's some stuff I know that I'm looking at myself, you know, specifically in the red zone about. And, uh, you know, not not necessarily proud of everything that happened down there, but we'll get better from it. We'll learn from it. Uh, but I can't say enough about just everybody stepping up. We had guys on offense, you know, a guy like Juwan Winfrey um, just coming in there. We had guys defensively, obviously, uh, with Jerry Gray and Kirk Olivadotti doing a great job communicating, calling that defense. It was a special win for the Green Bay Packers, overcoming everybody they didn't have player-wise. And then, like Matt LaFleur points out there after the game last night, to overcome the fact that you didn't have your defensive coordinator in Joe Barry and still, still uh, were able to figure out a way to win that game at the end on the interception uh, at the very end there uh, to close it down against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, 24-21. Asking you right now, the Packers uh, in Super Bowl mode, I guess you would say, at 7-1, and one, best in the NFC. What do you want them to do at the deadline and kind of push them over the top? Trade deadline is coming up on Tuesday. Uh, what do you want to see him do? 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us. Uh, at 1250 a.m. The fan, a bunch of different tweets uh, coming in as well. Uh, Gerard says, Ingram Sparky, fast. Needham costs less than $4 million also. If you read the giant stuff, asking for a later round pick. And then Gerard tweets again, remember, I was right on Merciless. Yes, Gerard, you were right. You did call that. Uh, indeed. Uh, Steve tweets at Sparky Radio, says, Packers need to trade for Brandon Cooks and Mike Jacecki. Uh, both fit under the cap. Takes the offense up another five notches. I have not been paying attention to Jacecki's numbers uh, in Miami uh, this year. Um, So I will have to uh, look up and see what his numbers are. But I like him as a player. He's a really, really good uh, tight end. And I would take him uh, as somebody to come in. See, I I think maybe, maybe I'll be wrong. I think maybe your mindset changes as an organization because of the Tunyon injury. I think it might. Especially if there's two really good guys like Engram and Segi possibly available to be had here at the trade deadline. If they are available, if that's a thing, I haven't seen anything in Jaseki being available, but if they're both available, I think both guys I would be interested uh, in having conversations with Miami and New York and trying to get them uh, to Green Bay to help Aaron Rodgers out. It would kind of be like their Zach Ertz move of what Arizona did. I guess that's how I would look at it. But again, it's got to be you know cost-effective. Uh, for their salary cap. Dan Plucker, earlier executive producer, said they're right around $5 million uh, under that salary cap as we sit here uh, today, a couple days outside of Halloween on Sunday. All right, Dan Plucker. So trade deadline on uh, Tuesday in the NFL. What do you want to see the Packers do? I think Aaron Rodgers proved yesterday that no matter who's on the field, he's going to find open receivers and they're going to be able to move the ball. And I know it's not the way that they usually do it. It right. was a different game, lots of screen passes, all these different things. Yep. But even with Tunyon being out, 
I'm not as worried at the tight end position as I am on the defensive side of the ball in different areas. Maybe they can add another corner, another person to solidify next to Jair Alexander. Maybe you add another edge rusher or an interior guy next to Kenny Clark. I know Dean Lowry has been really strong this he season, has, especially yeah. over the last couple of weeks. Yep. But you can never have enough people attacking the quarterback. You added Jalen Smith and Whitney Merciless, but is there another guy out there that maybe you can go and and add on to hopefully oh, Zadarius Smith coming back. Oh. And then that list just continues to grow. I mean, look over the last couple of seasons at how good some of the defensive lines have been that have For made sure. it and won the Super yes. Bowl. That's the kind of defensive line I would love to see the Packers have or the front seven I would love to see the Packers have as they do pursue a Super Bowl run this season. I think another big uh, defensive lineman to rotate in. I think I'm absolutely with you on that. I don't. I mean, you're right, right? You find as many guys as you can find that can hit the quarterback. That's really, at the end of the game, what you're trying to get done uh, as a defense. Make that quarterback feel you a little bit. Make them, uh, you know, force them into some turnovers, force them into some bad throws, uh, off balance, throwing off the back foot, whatever the case may be. I just don't know if they need any more. I mean, my God, they've got, like I said, if Zedarius is back, and it sounds like he's going to be back here at some point based on his tweet from earlier that he's back in Green Bay and ready to play with his guys and Feels like a new man, he said. So, based on that, you would assume Zedarius Smith's going to play. You're four deep right now. Legit four deep. Like, four deep where any of these four guys would probably be able to go start on another team in the National Football League, right? Uh, Zedarius is a starter, obviously. Preston Smith is a starter in this league. Rashawn Gary, based on how Rashawn Gary's played this year, he's a starter in this league. If I took Rashawn Gary and moved him to most other NFL teams, he'd probably start for them. Uh, and then you take Merciless. He has been a starter in the NFL for a number of years. So that's another one. So you really, you have four starting edge guys that play the outside linebacker position right now in your rotation. I hear Plucker saying you can never have too many. I, I, I don't, for me personally, I don't think I go that route. I like the defensive line idea though. Love that. Give me a big six foot five defensive lineman that can help stop the run. Uh, and move some guys back into the quarterback. I, that I would be all for 100%. That tight end position, though, man. And I know that Tunyon really wasn't used as much as he had been in the past uh, in this offense, but I would love to see an, uh, an athletic tight end uh, to come in and play with his team in the second half of the year to replace Tunyon. Jacob, South Side, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Jacob? Hey, guys, good topic. Um, I see on Twitter all the time, like, I don't know if there's just like tons of casuals out there, but every time a wide receiver like is talked about, it's like Odell Beckham and Deshaun Jackson, and everybody's like, we got to go get him, we got to right. go get him. And it's like, I just don't get it. You know, Rodgers, as he said, has performed with any number of guys over the years, and wide receiver is so far down on the list of priority to me as far as what we need. Um, and even tight end, like I know Tanyan's been good the last two years. This year, he hasn't really been a part of the offense. Nope. So, but it sucks to lose him, but. I'm telling you right now, I'm like the guy's number one fan. This Josiah DeGuara kid, he's a throwback. He's going to be a do-it-all type player. I think he's going to be a great player. Um, he, I know he ranked pretty well in PFS's rankings for the he, – he only played about 16 snaps uh, last night, but he was one of their better players according to that, to that rankings. And I'm telling you, keep an eye out on this kid. But to me, it's all about the cornerback position. Um, as good as Stokes has been, he's still a rookie. And, you know, he, for the most part, he's – performed admirably um, in where they've asked him to play. But even last night, you saw it on that Hopkins catch. It's like it, he like kind of stopped, turned the wrong way, and then turned back. And it was like, I, I don't even understand what was going through his head to make him think to, to do that. Um, so he's going to be prone to, to rookie mistakes like that. So I think uh, given that all we have on the other side right now is Kevin King, um, this new guy that they picked up from Arizona that made the play last night, he's been great, but I mean, how much of that is fool's gold at this point? I think you have to go with the assumption that you're not getting Jair Alexander back this year. So to me, you go all in to try to find a corner. And I think based on the fact that they were that close to getting uh, the kid or the dude from New England, uh, Gilmore, um, it, it tells me that Gutekunst is probably thinking the same thing. So to me, it's it's corner perimeter all the way. Thank well, you. we'll see what happens. I mean, Xavier Howard is the one guy that's out there from Miami. Uh, Joe Hayden might be able to add uh, from Pittsburgh uh, the – a stud that Cleveland drafted years ago and has been in Pittsburgh now and playing fairly well from everything that I've seen. So, you know, maybe both of those guys are options that you can bring in and help this team. But you have to think they do something, right? 
Uh, do you think they get through this this deadline on Tuesday and they don't do anything? They don't add anybody? Got to think they had somebody. Maybe they had multiple players. Who knows? But they're so close. Why not go for the kill at this point if you're the Packers? Andy and Hartland, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan. What's going on, Andy? Hey, buddy. I just want to say I don't know if it was me and my constant, uh, you know, uh, ratings for you to come back on the Midday Madness because I was there back in 2004. There you go, 2005. Yeah, yep. Right, and I, I, I loved it. So anyway, I'm just uh, it's it's awesome that you got the Midday Madness back. But I'm gonna kind of throw something at you. Um, okay, what if, okay, what if we say, obviously Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Jordan Love at this point, right? And even in the future, we don't know what, what we have in Jordan Love. Correct. But we know what we have in Aaron Rodgers. Yes. What if we said, okay, Aaron, here we go. We are going to commit to you. Here's another deal, guaranteed money, whatever it takes. Um, and then you deal Jordan Love. Well, I think that's a significant – I think there's a chance that that very well could happen. I mean, it's all going to depend on what happens in this offseason, obviously, as far as uh, what you're going to do. And that that's – well, I mean, to tra- I don't think they're going to trade Jordan Love right now. I think they have to get to the end of the season and get that hard commit from Rodgers. Unless they've been talking numbers this whole time, Rodgers is good. You know, if they announce an extension or they have it pretty much done – uh, and that's why they trade Jordan Love, because that's what you would have to assume. I mean, if if there's an announcement of a trade of Jordan Love between now and Tuesday, then the assumption has to be, all right, they've got a deal done. Rodgers has agreed to stay, uh, and that's that. That's how this is going to play. Because if that if that's not the case, and you trade them, and then Rodgers walks, oh my God, people are going to lose oh, their no, minds. No, th- exactly. I mean, there has to be something behind the yes. scenes. Because the reason I say this is the uh, the interview we had with Aaron uh, Andrews. Uh, Yes. After the game, he says he loves it here. He loves his team. I love this organization. I'm having so much fun. It sounds like he wants to come back. Agreed. To me, it did. Yeah, I agree with you. To me, it did. I totally agree with you, and I think there's every chance that he is back, but the question then becomes, for how long will he be back, Andy? Thanks for the call. And what I mean by that is, you know, he can play the, what, the NBA game, right? The one-in-one deal, right? One-year option for the next deal. One-year option for the next year. That whole deal. So right now he's he's kind of on that kind of sorta where he's got one more year left on his deal. So after the year is done, Rodgers could keep pressure on the Packers and say, "Look, I'll sign for an additional year. You can push my money back to that year, essentially, to free up money to do whatever else you want to do, and I'll sign a one-year extension." If he does that, then Jordan Love is still possibly the quarterback of the future. He gets one more year. Now, if Rodgers extends the year after that for another year or extends two years next year, then I think you have to, then you probably have to move Jordan Love or you have to go to Jordan Love. And again, this is unprecedented because I don't believe it's ever happened. Uh, Go to a guy that's never started an NFL game. Who's a first round pick. Who's going to get through his rookie deal without starting a game and offer him an extension without ever seeing him start a football game. Like I, I could be wrong, but I don't believe it's ever happened anywhere. Not, I don't think it's. I don't think it would just be a Green Bay thing. I don't think it's ever happened, and that would be the type of situation that you'd be putting yourself in. You know, if you give Rodgers a two-year extension or a three-year extension, but if you go one and one and say, "Look, you have next year. We're gonna move that money back and guarantee you another year after that, fully guaranteed money. However, you want to make it work for Aaron Rodgers, so you could free up some room to bring some of these guys back, get longer-term deals worked out." Rodgers wins because he continues to put pressure on you by not signing a long-term deal, um, then uh, Jordan Love is still good. But if it's anything longer than a one-year extension, then I think one of two things happen. Either A, you're going to move on from him because you're not going to waste him sitting there for you know two more years, uh, or B, uh, you are going to have to start thinking about, okay, do we want to extend this kid? How much are we going to pay to extend this kid because the kid hasn't played? Then Jordan Love has to determine, do I want to sit here through my entire rookie contract, never having played, signing for peanuts probably on an extension, uh, because if I'm really good, it's going to be like the steal of the year of an extension for the Packers if I'm good, unless it's you know hugely incentivized uh, in order to get that done. So, yeah, there's. I wish it was easier than that, but there is a lot of moving parts on how this whole Rodgers-Jordan Love 
thing plays out. It really all comes back to 12 uh, and what he wants to do. Q Club of Wisconsin is your place to catch all your favorite sports action. Pool table, shuffleboard, indoor bocce ball, electronic darts, ping pong, and more. Plus, they're awesome food, including an award-winning fish fry on Wednesdays and Fridays. Looky, looky here. It's Friday after all. With four different styles of fish piled up (laughs) with all the extras. Celebrate Halloween at the Q Club coming up tomorrow with live music from Block Party. Drink specials and prizes for the best costume. That's at Q Club of Wisconsin tomorrow night at 2454 North Grandview Boulevard in Waukesha online at qclubofwi.com. How about it, Packer fans? Seven and one. Seven and one for your Green Bay Packers. They win 24-21 over the Arizona Cardinals. And you're feeling good about yourself right now, right? Sitting there on top. Uh, of the division and asking you, what do you want the Packers to see the Packers do for the trade deadline? Coming up on Tuesday, it seems like cornerback uh, uh, is a popular uh, position. Uh, tight end uh, has been mentioned uh, as well in all of this. Defensive line a little bit uh, as well. Memphis Pack tweets at Sparky Radio and at 1250 AM the fan. Would it be nuts to consider re-signing Devin Funches and playing him at tight end? His measurements are similar uh, to tight ends like Font, Schultz, and Hawkinson. He knows our offense, too. Not a blocker or traditional tight end, but we have a couple of those. My response is simple. I'm not trying to convert guys middle of the season to a different position. I just don't, I, And I understand what you're saying, right? You had you know, guys that were uh, more athletic-type tight ends, uh, like Shannon Sharp, uh, right? And guys like that that, that played in the NFL— uh, that were those hybrid type guys. Pitts right now in Atlanta, even though, I mean, Pitts is really a wide receiver. Would you classify him as a wide receiver plucker, Pitts in Atlanta, or as a tight end? I'd classify him as a wide receiver. That's uh, the same uh, Travis Kelsey argument. Like, is Travis Kelsey really a tight end, or is he more of a receiver? Like, how often do they line up split next out. to the. Yeah, exactly. They usually split out in the slot or in one of those areas and usually not right next to a tackle, but technically they're still a tight end. So, yeah, I guess I would probably call Kyle Pitts a tight end. But the Devin Funches thing is actually kind of interesting because he did play tight end when he was at At Michigan. Michigan. I guess you wouldn't totally have to teach him all over again. It's like where he, the position he grew up playing. So it, it, it could potentially be something, but he hasn't played at that level at that position in the NFL. So it would probably be pretty difficult for him to make that transition. Yeah, it would be. Uh, and that's why I don't want to do it in the middle of the season. Like if you want to explore this in training camp next year, fine. Go ahead. Explore it in training camp next season. Could have explored it this year in training camp, but that's something you wanted to do. I just don't know if I want to do it right now. Here's another tweet. You tell me what you think of this one here. This is from Ryan, who says, trade love to New Orleans for Michael Thomas and keep Rodgers next year. I don't think I don't think he's serious. Maybe he is. But the reason I read it is, how much trade value does Jordan Love even have at this point? Right? So you we're going to trade Jordan Love at the trade deadline on Tuesday. Okay, let, I don't think that's happening. But let's say that were to happen. What kind of value are you going to get? I don't think you could even get a first-round pick for Jordan Love at this point, right? You're going to get a second-round pick for Jordan Love? Probably not. Third-round pick? Maybe, right? Maybe Pittsburgh, who's in desperate need of a quarterback probably going forward. I mean, unless you believe in Haskins. They probably need a quarterback, so maybe a Pittsburgh gives you a third-round pick for a Jordan Love. But because he hasn't played in any meaningful football games at this point, he's only played in the preseason— he was, eh? Would that be a, a good analytical assessment of Jordan Love's preseason? Eh? I wouldn't say he was horrible. I wouldn't say he was great. He was just kind of in the middle uh, for a guy that was out there. Made a couple throws you were pretty happy with. Did some other things you kind of shook your head at a little bit. Going, now he's young. You know, he'll figure it out. That's the problem with trading him is you just don't know uh, if you're going to get fair value in return. And then if you trade him um, and he ends up becoming something and people are just going to look back and go, oh, my God, he ended up becoming a pro bowler and you got a third-round pick for him. What were you thinking? That's why, for me, I hold on to Jordan Love as long as possible before I trade him. I want him to get another preseason or two 
uh, of football games to show the league what he's got. Remember, when you had Mark Brunel, he didn't get regular season action behind Brett Favre. Favre didn't miss a start. Matt Hasselbeck, same Played amazing in preseason. We always make fun. If there was ever the, the the best quarterback in the history of preseason football, it probably was Matt Hasselbeck. But Matt Hasselbeck got dealt. Why? Because his coach left to go to Seattle, traded back for him. Hasselbeck took him to a Super Bowl. They lost, but he took him to a Super Bowl nonetheless. And he was behind Brett Favre. But it was based on how good he was in preseason. Aaron Brooks was the third-string quarterback. He ended up starting uh, with McCarthy as offensive coordinator in New Orleans. I was with the Saints for quite a while. Ty Detmer, another guy, seventh-round draft pick. He ends up starting in Philadelphia and other places. Uh, Another guy that you develop. But again, you build your stock and your value in preseason. Remember Matt Schaub? Matt Schaub was in Atlanta behind Michael Vick. Matt Schaub looked good in preseason, though. Texans gave up a one to get Matt Schaub to come be their starting quarterback in Houston because of what happened in preseason. That's why I say, those of you that want to trade Jordan Love up you know, between now and Tuesday, I, I just don't think he has enough stock or enough value to make it worth your while to trade him at this point. A couple more preseasons, and if Rodgers is still here long-term and signed long-term, I think then you can have that conversation more realistically about possibly trading Jordan Love. Rami Makhlouf is in the house. We will talk to him coming up next. Find out what's on the Rami Show here on a Green and Gold Friday on 1250 AM. The Fan at Sparky's Midday Madness. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Here we are on a green and gold Friday on twelve fifty AM. The fans, Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Dan Plucker, doing a great job producing. I'm glad to have him back from his vacation. It's a nice uh, end of the week having Plucker back. Sam Schmitz, Toby Altizer did a great job uh, filling in for him, uh, and uh, Sam Schmitz obviously does a great job from Rami Makhlouf as well. He is coming up next three until six here on the fan. Before we get to the show business. Uh, your show. Uh, you said this week, and you got no comedy no on the comedy. agenda. Nothing. 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 So no way to go see Rami perform no. comedy this weekend. Uh uh-uh. uh. Staying home. I'm staying home all weekend. Really? Yes. By yourself? I'm staying home all weekend. By yourself? Yeah. I live by myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, you got your dog. Yeah. Didn't know if your family, your mom and dad, no. were going to come over. Or... Just me. Why doesn't your brother and his family ever come up and visit you? They, they've come up twice. You always go down there. Once for Mother's Day. I hosted Mother's Day dinner at my house. Makes sense that you would be a Mother's Day hoster. Sure. And yep. then uh, my birthday, the whole family came up and hung out at my place. That's why I'm glad that when I was single and lonely like you, that I, I didn't know how to cook. There was no chance anybody was ever coming over to my place to host anything. Because they I, knew I wasn't I, cooking. I was happy because uh, I'm always the one who has to make the drive, either to Kenosha or all So you'd rather drive. cook and not make the drive. Yeah, for sure. I'd rather make yeah. the drive and not cook. I drive down to Chicago so much, man. Well, like now you do, yeah. Yeah, because I'm doing those weekend right. shifts. At yeah, the score. It's been a lot. Yeah, you are a busy, busy guy. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. Robbie Makloff. So I'm not doing anything this weekend. Just chilling? Can't, you can't come see me anywhere. <laughs> hey, do you know what? You can come with us. No. No, we're going to be- I don't know where you're b- going, but no. By your I'm house. St- I'm staying home all weekend. Right by your house. What are you doing? Right there. We take doing? Jack's trick-or-treating in no. the Bayview area. No. Bayview not, neighborhood. No. Oh, yeah. And I'm not giving out treats either. You don't turn your light on to have people trick-or-treat? Nah, man. Why? No, nah, because I don't- I don't send kids out to ask for candy, so I don't want kids coming to me asking for candy. Now I'm the old guy. I'm the grumpy old man on the show. That that's You're sparky. jerk, Rami. Yeah, jerk. But you know what? You a know lot what? of people are like you know him. What? There's a lot of people like him that said, I already had kids and I'm done. I'm not doing anything with any of these kids, kids anymore. I never had no, kids. No, no, no. I'm saying old you, man. Old man people, right? Yeah. These are the same people that say, oh, yeah, you want to tax me for uh, dollars in the elementary school? Yeah, my no, kids went. different. No, We're my, talking about my candy. Kids, We're my talking kids, about candy, not my, education. It's my, important that this, that this country is educated. It's not, it's hold not on. important that they're fat and happy hold on candy, all right? My kids went there 20 years ago, but I, I, whatever. My kids don't go there anymore. I'm not paying for any taxes to help the kids out today. Screw that. I'm not paying it. So you got those people. And now I got Knucklehead over here who hates kids. I don't who doesn't kids. want to you give know, all I money. I love kids. I'm a nah, big, I'm, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big kids mm. guy. Love mm. kids that aren't mine. Love kids. That aren't his. Right. You know, so I dropped that in. Well, yeah. all these kids aren't yours. I come and ask for candy. I hope there are so many kids listening to this that are just going to be hunting for your house. I'm going to give out his address house. on Twitter. <laughs> Go wor- ring Rami's doorbell until it stops ringing. Here's the worst part. I got two big bags of Reese's pumpkins in my freezer, but they're mine. They're for me. They're, they're Those are my Reese's pumpkins. Why'd you get them before Halloween and not after? Because that's when they're cheap. They were buy one, get one free. Oh, actually. okay. Then you're good. Yeah. Yeah, the big bags. You know what's dangerous about this? What's that? You you don't want to go rocking down that line of Fat Rami again. Go go get tiptoeing on that no, line. No, 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 no. It's Bags all, of candy is what got you in that it's spot. It's all about portion control. That's all. I have this two, boy would eat a bag of candy every night two, after the Brewers two, post game show. Two pumpkins a night. Two pumpkins a night, and they're the snack size pumpkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had the snack size stickers in my yeah, desk. Yeah. Leroy was getting on me. He's like, dude, you eat a lot of candy. I'm like, this is the only candy I eat all day. I have little two snow, two little snack size Snickers at noon. That's it. Now I'm now I'm completely I, out. So. I do eat chocolate every day of my life. Every single day of my life, I eat chocolate. I told that to somebody the other day. I'm probably day. pretty close to that too. They were like, that "Really? Living? Yeah. yeah. Every day? Every day of my life? What do you eat, Plucker? That's chocolate every day. Uh, my wife leaves chocolate chips out of, by the house. She puts it in like her coffee and stuff. So you eat a handful of chocolate chips? Yeah, you know, just grab a couple. Not a handful. I don't like. <laughs> Like those buy like their peanuts, just chugs them in his mouth. (laughs) What in the world? Yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) Yeah, I'll eat some. If if there were just chocolate chips sitting out, I'd probably you would do the same thing. I'd walk past. I'd probably grab a few. I would walk past chocolate chips every day of the week. There's no chance I'm touching them. Oh man! And I love chocolate, but is it dark dark chocolate? It usually is. Yeah, definitely dark chocolate or semi sweet. Ooh, definitely not eating dark chocolate. She puts it in her coffee. Yeah, like she'll, she'll just throw a couple chocolate chips in yeah. her coffee. I might try that. I knew that was going to be happening as <laughs> soon as he, he asked a question. I was that's like, a, and he's doing actually, it. And it just melts in there, huh? Yeah. A little stirry stuff? Yeah, you need a little stir. Right. Or she'll, or what she'll do is oh. she'll get like a banana and then she'll throw the chocolate chips into like a little bowl and melt the chocolate chips and then dip Ooh. her banana in it. Ooh. Oh. Yep. Way to go. So it's there's a lot of different things mm. that you can do. So wow. when Rami's 350, <laughs> you... Are going to be you can point at me, Robbie. Yeah, I I'm going to pull, hard I'm gonna today, pull dude. this I show. I worked out hard. I'm, look at me flexing on you guys. You see what's going on here? Dude, I you're, worked out yeah, hard today. You're doing good. But in work. You're good. Thank you. You're doing good. I appreciate it. Just trying to make sure Come you don't go back up, down dude, that road these again. Veins. See these veins? See the road map? Yep. Hopefully they don't fill up with arthritis. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, what you got coming up on your show at 3 o'clock. On the show today, the Rami Show, coming up at 3 o'clock on 1250 AM, The Fan. We know, man. And your Odyssey app. Uh, out of the gates, I feel like Matt LaFleur last night, like he's a very polarizing figure after last night's game. So I just want like, what did you think of Matt LaFleur's performance last night? Because I thought it was brilliant. I thought he, I thought the whole game plan was... I thought Matt LaFleur was too hard on himself after the game. And I see people killing him and saying that they won despite him on Twitter. I don't know what the reaction is like. red zone. Oh, my God. I didn't have any problem with it. Oof. None whatsoever. Well, that's good. You're like one of... None whatsoever. Two. So uh, I think Leroy was good with it. We'll talk about that. Ryan Horvat, the hammer from BetMGM tonight. He'll be here at 345. Shane Gillis, comedian and host of Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. He'll be here at 415. If it's a secret, how do you know about it? You can go and catch him at the Improv all weekend long. We're going to revisit something that Aaron... 
Wait, wait, go back to this comedian. I always like fine. So how do I know this person? He's a he's a comedian. I know, but has he been in anything? Like you always tell me, he's been on Comedy Central. He's been in this show. He's been in that show. How do you not know him, Sparky? He's just a very funny comedian in a secret podcast. Yeah, that's not that's the name of the show. Why are you again so hard to talk to? I'm just wondering. (laughs) Just asking a question. I looked him up on Twitter. I've definitely seen Shane Gillis. You've seen him before. How many followers does he have on Twitter? Like eighty-eight thousand. Thank you. He's got a huge following. Plucker's gonna be there eventually. I promise you, it's gonna be sold out at the Improv this week. Get your tickets at MilwaukeeImprov.com. Ryan Wood, our Green Bay Football Insider. He's now. He's funny. At five o'clock. He's funny. He is. Just ask him about the Mets and start laughing. That's pretty funny. They're horrible. God. All right. Robbie's coming up here at uh, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I got to go get Plucker money now at the mm-hmm. bank. Do you give out candy? No. So what do you... Uh, he just gives out money. What are you getting on my case for? Well, first Why of don't all, you give out candy? Because nobody comes to our houses because there are no sidewalks and we're on a busy street. Mm, convenient. That's why well, I'm just telling you. Real convenient, We bought dude. candy the first couple of years. Uh-huh. We didn't have one person ring our doorbell. Mm-hmm. Not one kid. Okay. So, to heck with it. We're done. Okay. So, this year, we're not even staying home this year. We're going by my brother's in Elkhorn for Halloween to go trick-or-treating by my brother's neighborhood. I think you should... So, we're going to give it a shot. You should find a way to give out candy. Like, even if you're just, like, dumping off candy somewhere for people you don't even... Just find a way to give out candy because that's... Why only, don't you do that? That's that, only no, That's a good idea. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do the, the traditional... And again, you know, kids like you would take all of it. But hopefully the kids are better today. Put a bowl of candy out there and just take. If, put a sign that says "Take one." If I was going to give out candy, that's what I would do because I have to go downstairs to open my front door, and I'm not going up and downstairs for these children. That's not happening. We've so, got. So Kay, if I was going to do that, I, I would just leave out the bowl, and I don't care. I don't care. Kay's yeah. dad um, had a thing that he gave us. It's a cage made out of like bones, mm-hmm. and then inside of it sits like a skull, right type deal in there, and you control it from the inside with a microphone. So, like, if you put, like, the bowl of candy down or whatever else, and you're just kind of just peeking through the the blinds or whatever else, you can scare the crap out of kids all night long. The thing lights up and starts talking, whatever you're saying, through the through the skull or whatever. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I don't know, I'm just saying, giving you guys ideas of how to entertain yourselves. You know, because you don't have kids, so you, you'd probably find it amusing to scare kids. children who you don't know. Right. Okay. Isn't that what Halloween's all about? Coming up next, no. the... What is it all about? Candy. It's just about costumes and candy, dude. Just costumes and candy. There's got to be more it's about all about. There's got to be more to it than that. Leroy said his wife, for religious reasons, is completely against it. Yeah, I know. I recently met somebody like that. You okay? So there's more yeah. to it than costumes and candy, then. But I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to say it's crazy. Please it's don't. People's beliefs. We're not going to have a conversation. You and Bark can do that. Y'all get into that weird crap. Uh, Robbie's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 